listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 5, Dealing with Criticism in a Constructive Way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of the Mind Manual Podcast. Criticism is something we spend a lifetime trying to avoid. It keeps us hiding and playing small, and we end up not being our authentic self for fear that we may be judged and criticised. This is the primal part of us responding this way. It's that part of our brain which is concerned with survival. The threat of not belonging means isolation from the pack. And when we sit out on the fringes of the herd in having been cast out, we're vulnerable to prey. So it's going to be this natural default primal response that induces the fear and anxiety around judgment and criticism. Secondary to this is the need for our ego or false identity that we've created for ourselves to come to the rescue and protect us. When someone is in a position where they criticise or judge you, this part of us thinks that unless we step in to defend ourselves, then our status and worthiness as a person is under question, which places them in an attack position, which we feel must be defended, or otherwise we're condemned to being less than or unworthy, which is going to be too painful for most of us to identify with. And so we feel the need to do whatever we must to avoid this outcome. When we understand this survival function and need to avoid pain, we can acknowledge that our mind is just doing its job and there is no real threat as such because we are not our mind and our thoughts are the only thing that can ever cause us to feel pain or any other emotion. We can overcome this instinctual reaction by using our higher prefrontal cortex part of the brain to develop a plan for dealing with criticism in a way that grows us to become a better version of ourselves and opens us up to experiencing so much more of life. There isn't any physical danger that we're in, and so we can allow our higher brain to overrule this situation. We can also overcome the reaction from the ego because the only opinion that ever really counts and underpins all others is our own. And given we're 100% in control of our own thoughts, we don't have to go and make the opinion of others mean anything less of us or make it define us in any way. So we are in control about whether we want to induce the feelings of emotional pain and suffering by managing our thoughts and mind. When we look to the silent observer behind our thoughts, you will see there is so much more substance to who we really are compared to this 3D game of life we're currently programmed for. This intangible part of us, which gives life to this meat suit that we get around in, cannot be diminished or extinguished by someone else's thoughts or opinions. When we understand that people's judgment and criticisms are really just a reflection of their own beliefs and values and their own internal thought patterns, 
which are then projected out onto the world, it's much easier to depersonalize all of it. From this neutral place, you can then open up to understanding and seeing something from another person's perspective, which doesn't diminish you or your essence. Having this curiosity to see a situation through the filter or lens of another person's conditioning and point of view is only going to open you up to possibly learning something about yourself or improving yourself in some way. And if you can see an element of truth about what they're saying and not make that invalidate you anyway, but keep that judgment or criticism, which usually refers to something you're doing or saying, as being separate from who you really are at your core, then you can open up to discovering the truth about what they're seeing and saying and the possibility of how you could be wrong about something without it ever having to make it mean anything other than an opportunity to improve yourself and grow into that next biggest version. There is nothing dangerous going on here or anything to defend. It's just an opportunity to see something playing out from someone else's perspective. And you're not giving your power away in this structure. In fact, you're showing yourself to be that much more powerful because you have your own back and they can see that you're not at their effect. Nor are you threatened by their judgment or criticism. In fact, you've turned it around to embrace it as an opportunity to learn and grow from it, of which you could even be thankful for, which may have been their intention in wanting to help you and improve your performance at work or anywhere else in the relationship or develop a greater connection with you by sharing their thoughts in an open and authentic way. But even if it was delivered in a condescending and angry way, None of that is on you unless you take it and drown yourself in it. Their emotions and demeanour is a projection of what's going on in their mind. If they've been unable to process and deliver it in a way that's constructive, then we can just have compassion for where they're at in being at the effect of their own thoughts in a way that's causing them to feel anger which is probably not what they're wanting to experience. And we've all been there in being at the effect of, in not managing our mind, so we can have compassion for that. We know it's the thoughts they're having which then induces their feelings that's fueling the actions and the way they're showing up in the situation. None of that has anything to do with you. This is a direct reflection of what's going on inside of them. So we don't need to go and take all of their stuff and dump it on ourselves. It's on them. This is their experience of reality. We don't have to make it ours. Our experience will entirely depend on the thoughts we have and about what we want to make any of that mean. When you can play with all of it by staying in your own lane, in managing your own mind and just observe what is playing out with a detached curiosity, in seeing through to the model the other person is running, 
in looking through to other possibilities that could also exist for the same set of conditions and seeing something from different angles as a matter of geography without confusing that with your self-worth or using it as a measure of success or failure. You can take this opportunity to learn so much. So you want to get curious about it all. You might say to them, tell me more. I want to know everything. Tell me how you're seeing what I've done is wrong. Someone else's point of view doesn't define you. They're just seeing and processing it all from a different position or perspective in life. When I clean up my thinking in this way, I don't need them to see or agree or even acknowledge me. I see, agree and understand me. I'm not going to put my emotions in their hands. So when we don't have the emotional charge around needing to be right, feeling invalidated or even worse, feeling as if we've just been kicked out of the pack for the wolves to take us down, we can also use it as an opportunity to connect with the other person. Everyone wants to be heard. And when you can expand yourself to really listen to the other and seek to understand them, you create an open, accepting, inclusive space where they feel heard and understood. This is you connecting with them mentally and emotionally that comes from an energy of compassion and allowance as opposed to anger and rejection. In the work of Byron Katie, she's quoted as saying, defence is the first act of war. If you tell me that I'm mean, rejecting, hard, unkind or unfair, I say, thank you, sweetheart. I can find all these in my life. I have been everything you say and more. Together, we can help me understand. Without you, how can I know the places in me that are unkind and invisible? So, sweetheart, look into my eyes and tell me again. I want you to give me everything. You can see the huge difference between the two approaches and how much more powerful she's being in opening herself up to all of it without making it mean anything less of herself. And really that's all it is. It's her willingness to acknowledge that she's human and that she isn't perfect, which is what we all are. We're all subject to the same human condition, but it's done from a place of compassion and understanding. That requires a much bigger person to take criticism down that road, which is going to produce a very different result compared to a position of defence and opposition or in needing to be right. Take a look at the opportunity for learning and growth that she has set up for herself in this structure. Now, she may not agree or see it as a truth in what the other person has shared, but she's taken the time in seeking to understand how they see things the way they do based on their perspective and conditioning. That's showing care and consideration for them, like they matter. That's a very different energy to approach your interactions from. So next time you find yourself being at the receiving end of some criticism in some way, open yourself up to an opportunity to become a much greater version 
of who you want to become and create that space to connect and grow. This is the journey of the Mind Manual podcast. Tune in next week for another session.